Welcome to Vision the Visible Podcast. I'm Amber. And my name is Derica. And we're two sisters working in corporate America. We're also independent travel advisors. So Derica, tell us about what Vision the Visible is. Well, everything starts with the mind. Thoughts become visions, visions become dreams, and it takes faith to make those dreams visible. So we're just two girls trying to live out our dreams. Right. With this podcast, we'll be talking about faith, entertainment, travel, entrepreneurship, trending topics, and so much more. So with that being said, let's jump right into this episode. Hey, hey guys. So Derica. All right, so we're going to be talking about today our one of our favorite reality shows of all time. Got to be Married at First Sight. Yes, yes, yes. So it just came back for a new season. Was it season 16 now? I believe so. Season 16 just kind of came out. Um they've had the matchmaking episode. They've had the bachelor party. Three wed- yeah, three weddings. Three now. weddings on the, on the last episode. So we decided to hey, let's start this podcast off with our first, well, our favorite reality series, right? Married at First uh, Sight that comes on Lifetime. All right, so we've been watching the show since day one. Absolutely. Back when Jamie Otis, I know a lot of people know her as the person that's on the. Um, I think it was called after show. The after show or the comes on yeah. before the episode to get the recap. So Jamie Otis is like the first success story of this franchise uh, series. And uh, I remember when when she came down the aisle, baby, she did not like that man Mo. Like Doug, her no, mother, she did not. That Mo got on her nerves. She didn't want to deal with him. But as the season went on and the experts involved, she, you know, it broke down that wall of, okay, the, the mole is not the problem. This guy's really for me. Mm-hmm. And they've gone off to have children. They got these, you know, spinoff, you know, shows, stuff like that. So I really love those aspects of the show. Like how And she it, realized, you know, like why they actually matched. Right. Because it's like she lacked like a close family. Mm-hmm. And he had a close family. Right. So she finally let that sink in. Like, let me get over myself and just see why I'm with this man. Because based on the looks, she was not impressed. Right. It's like she was, she cringed to even like be near, near the man. him. Right. The mole don't yeah. get on her. Like, it was just so yeah. funny, y'all. So but, if y'all have a But once Doug got that beard oh. and he covers some of those moles up. He started to look okay. Yes. You know? Yes. So she kind of got over it. And then, you know, also the first season, they had um, Monet and Vaughn. Yeah. And I liked them. I liked, you know, Black Love, of course. And I was rooting for them. Me too. I, I believe he was in the military. And um, can't remember exactly what she did, but she had her own money. Mm-hmm. She didn't mind paying, you know, the rent. She didn't mind paying her own way, going 50-50 on, on everything. She, she came with it. She was an independent woman. But Vaughn was military. He was more so like, let me be the man. I want to take care of you, whatever. And she was like, you're not going to deal my light and, you know, deal, you know, my success. I can take care of myself. Yeah. So it was like a power struggle. You know what I mean? Like if both of them kind of could have just started to bend a little bit, they could have made it work in my opinion. Yes. Like she wanted to go out with her friends and, with the brunch. and go to brunch and all that kind of stuff. And <laughs> he wanted to like kind of like save money and be low key. And you know, 
but it was like they clashed but it was like the smallest thing that ruined the marriage like if they really could just get out of their own way yeah they would have had a successful marriage i really believe that i do too so i mean that's what i love about the show um these past 16 seasons has been like that like you know we can see at home why the experts have matched these couples but when they're in it you know a lot of times in a relationship when you're in it you can't see it right like everybody around you can see oh this person is not for you but sometimes when you're in love you just can't see that they're not for you and sometimes when somebody is really for you and got your best interest at heart and won't do you wrong sometimes you don't you're so in tune with vanity and your own personal agendas you can't see that this person is really just for you so i like this show because of it, it really shows um the three the whole the whole dynamic picture mm-hmm. a lot of times i hate to see the couples that like the like devon mm-hmm. that we could see them actually moving forward and being a power couple maybe but they just couldn't see it and um you know moving on to like the most craziest match ever was the Chris and Paige. Oh yeah, Chris and Paige. Chris was just... <laughs> that was season before last. And it's like, if he's not a jerk, he definitely displayed, he showed as a jerk on the show. If oh, he yeah. wasn't. Yeah. If that show, you know, he was, was totally off base or he feels like they edited him in a wrong light, he didn't give him anything else to work with. At all. At all. I mean, he treated her so bad. Yeah. And she was just you know, wanting to, I guess, be married to someone. She was willing to overlook all of his flaws, him not being attracted to her, you know, all these things, him, you know, having a, you know, a baby on the way and, you know, sleeping with somebody else. It it just had so much baggage that he brought on the show and she was just taking it. But when she finally found her voice, I was happy. Yes. You know, I, I don't time. I don't want people to get divorced, you know, that kind of thing. But if it's going to make you a better person, it's going to make you happy, then go right ahead. You know, it's okay. But there was one couple that did not need to be together. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so I was not rooting for them. No. So let's talk about this season, right? So um, from the last episode that just aired, um... Kirsten and Shaquille. I call them the two bougies. Mm. They only matched them Not up. the two bougies. <laughs> the two bougies. Oh, wow. They only matched them two up because she's like uh, kind of bougie sadiddy. You know, she's pretty. Very beautiful. Chris, Kirsten is very beautiful. Um, yeah, I think she's a real estate agent, right? She's a real estate Maybe, yeah. And then he's... Um, He's like at the university um, director of like admissions or enrollment, something right. like that. He has like a nice job at the university, and he uh, makes his own bow ties. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, he like he's a nice guy, but just if when I watched it, like my, I got a little two year old guys, so when I watched the show, I wasn't watching like sitting down. I'm I'm moving around because I'm he's moving, I'm moving right. So. Sometimes when you hear him without seeing him, he kind of sounds suspect. Mm. Mm. He's a little suspect. He's a suspect, child. He's a little suspect, okay? So if you don't know what that is, you know, hey, Urban Dictionary, it, whatever you can, you know. But hey, we don't judge. We don't judge. We don't judge. That's, if, if he is, whatever. If he is, you know, but he should have came on the show he trying to get. a little softer. Right, he's, he's a little as, soft. He doesn't have, have that deep, very right. white voice. Right. That you, you know, want your husband maybe to have a little bit, you know. 
Right. So this just the the audio alone without seeing him and anything like that. Sometimes his voice seems like, you know, he may be on the other side. But it could be the you know the, maybe a little country twang to it. Could, could be. be. Could, could be. be. So could be. But the jury's still out. Then you're trying to be professional at the same time. Right. So I don't want to judge, but I get what you're saying for but sure. They, but they like one hundred percent. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So that's what I don't like about him. Like if, if he has another lifestyle, he shouldn't have come on the show if he wanted a straight one. You know. Now what he did say that because he had an accident as a child, he couldn't play sports. Uh-huh. And so because of that, he focused his energy on um like schoolwork. Schoolwork and making and so bow ties. Making, making bow ties. And making bow ties. And looking sharp. Like, that thing be sharp. Okay, that boy, he can put on a Now, a I did like his tux. His yeah. Outfit. I really did. He, he had nice, nice hunter green tux. Very dapper. I'll give him that for sure. Right. So, I feel like because they're so well-dressed and well-groomed, that's the only reason why. And then they both will say they like the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're both yeah. from Christian background, which is great. But I don't feel like she's a person that's very detailed and when she was talking about to her bridesmaid like she don't want a bald-headed man Ooh! and they didn't so she should have told dr pepper them she don't want a bald-headed man because right because that did not even come up come that up. did not come up at all not all of a sudden you don't want your husband to have a bald head right and guess who they matched you with a bald-headed, a bald-headed man <laughs> And when she's walking down the aisle, you can tell, like, oh, my God, he's this bald. bald headed he man is bald. Here. I don't want him already. <laughs> don't give him the side cheek kiss at the altar. Oh, man. I'm like, my thing is this. If you're going to come that far to marry a stranger. And say I do. You might as well go all the way. Might as well. Go and get that man a little shit. Not say go all the way at the first night. No, I'm not saying but sex at least wise. I'm saying at least on the a kiss. Yeah. Yeah, because at the end of the day, that's going to be on the pictures. Yeah, on the videos too. On the wedding video. Now, on the honeymoon, you know, they're not going to be filming y'all doing that. So, that's between y'all. It's best between y'all. But as far as the actual wedding ceremony, I mean, just go ahead and do it. That's going to be a memory. going to always be you turn your face to that man and was like, nope. Yeah. I don't like you like that. Yeah. Which you have that right, but eh. If you don't get married you, at you, first you sight, at first sight though, you might well be willing to kiss on the first sight. Exactly. <laughs> so, all right. So that's that first couple. Uh, the next couple I want to talk about is um, Gina and Clint, the career-driven ones. Uh, she's the hairstylist. He's the sailor. Give me your thoughts, Derek. I think they could be a good couple. Um, it seems like they have similar lifestyles. You know, um, yeah, as far as ec- economics, yeah, I think, I think, match I think each she other's. has her own salon. Uh huh. I want to say he does something with tech. I want to say, yeah, but he and loves he, that and sailing. He has a family history of selling, and yeah. so you know, I think he, you know, he wants to have a woman to go on adventures with and things like that, and so, um, she feels like. Some men are intimidated by her success. And then kind of find out both of them live in the same building. Which was crazy. Yeah, I actually watched the after show and they discussed that. She said that they had filmed her the day before. And the next day she saw the film crew at her apartment again. 
And she was she asked her producer was like, um, like what you know, did y'all need something for me or you know whatever? And they were like, no, 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 we were just you know needing some like B roll, like some more shots of the building, or, you know the environment or whatever. And she was like, okay, but they stayed a long time. And so later on, she got kind of nosy. She went and asked, um, like the front desk person, like, who are they here to see? What are they doing? Oh. And the front desk person said, oh, they're here to like film some old man upstairs. And so it's like, oh my she kind of got tipped <laughs> off a little bit about it. But, you know, I mean, they live in a high-rise apartment. You know, so I'm not saying apartment. They live in a high-rise. So okay. that's why I'm saying they have a similar lifestyles or economic, um, you know, abilities or whatever. And so, you know, they, I think they could be a good match. Okay. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, The next ones, let's do Nicole and Chris. Nicole and Chris. They're the sensitive ones. Both of them, uh, they only was matched because... Both of them and all their past relationships were the ones that was just the sentimental ones that the thought, you know, the thoughtful ones in every relationship they've been in. Yeah. And I think that's the only reason why they matched them. And I can say, with that being said, in a relationship, you got to kind of have some, the opposites attract kind of thing. The yin to the yang. It's the, you know, I don't feel like, I feel like if they... Um, can get over the fact that they won't probably have so much spice. Mm-hmm. Um, then they can probably say that this because both of them know what they want and they know where each other's coming from. And they'll probably appreciate the sentimental things that they will do for one another. Mm-hmm. But sentimental people like careless people sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, so. Or attracted to. So it's like. Yeah, they do that for their lovers, but you know what? Who he seems like time. he might be passive. Yeah, they're both for passive. And he did make a comment saying that people always say that nice guys finish last. Uh huh. You know, uh-huh. and he was just saying, "Well, will they stand a chance of time?" And he's he's not willing to change himself. Um, I guess in, in a sense to be a bad boy or whatever, just so he can get a girl. He's going to continue being himself, and I can respect that. Yeah, because I want a nice man. You know, I'm single. Yeah. You know, and you, and you hear about, you know, these nice guys, you know, people don't like them because they're too nice and they're too sweet. Yeah. I mean, I can appreciate that, though. I can, too. I'm, I'm, I'm with a nice guy. I'm, I'm married to a nice guy. He really is yeah. all-around nice guy. You get on my nerves. You know, everybody gets on your nerves sometimes as a, as a married couple. But on the paper, in the streets, he's just a nice guy, period. But, you know, everybody can get on your skin, right? <laughs> yeah, and then in Nicole, I guess she's had her heart broken, you know, a few times and everything, so she's hoping to find a nice man. Right, yeah. Now, and how, so, if both of them are in that kind of, you know, spot of wanting the other person to, I guess, bring them out more or, you know, be their hero, Uh huh. I don't know how it works. Like I say, you know, and I they, they have the potential. They have the potential. But like I say, you know, my husband, he's the nice one. I'm the kind of like rah-rah. You know what I mean? I'm Not like, the girl, the rah-rah. Yes, I'm you the, are. I'm yes, the... you are the rah-rah. Yes, ma'am. So it's like, it's a balance. So I yeah. said, I mean, even though he's the nice one, and I'm like, I'm nice too. But I mean, I will tell you how I feel. I'm more opinionated than he is. And I feel like we make a good um, 
match. So I don't think two sensitive people like that can kind of mesh for a long term. They're going to probably want the other side. Mm-hmm. You know, um, even, but I'm rooting for them. Yeah. I'm rooting for yeah, them. I think that's, that's a good match they did. But I'm just like, that may be my only thing that may make them not go the long haul is the fact they're too much alike. Um, next I, one. I would oh. say let's talk about Dominique and McKinley. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm going to let you take the lead on that one. <laughs> Ain't she the one that her mom put on the show? Yes. Okay, so first of all, your mama got to put you on the show. Um, but I feel like both of them are in a stage where they're ready. Yeah. I think he's he's mature, okay, enough. I think he's the only one that kind of like really takes this process real serious, I think. Mm-hmm. He's in that stage of his life. like, And then I think she is too, but it's, I feel like if you have, with anything, it is entrepreneurship. If you haven't invested in anything or you haven't, you know, did it yourself, mm-hmm. put yourself in a situation, you're not going to probably do it's easy for me to go because your mom had to make you do it yeah you it, you ain't have that burning desire to get on the show yourself so i feel like with that being said his looks may get on her nerves mm. he's not <laughs> i'm sorry y'all we are, we are southern so you're gonna hear me say some you know saying some oh um, child. child yeah you're gonna hear us saying all that kind of stuff so get used to it so child his looks may get on her nerves. Like he's not. She's pretty. She's um, she's very cute, and he's he's okay. Yeah, yeah, right. he's okay. He doesn't have anything. He's not. I think he Clint is cute. My fancy. Yeah, he does. I like Clint. Clint is a nice looking guy. He got all that hair. You know, he's really? Sad, you sad like Clint? He gives me a little bit of uh. Clint remind me of Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Ah, oh, uh, uh, he baby. gives me like Chuck Norris a little bit, but I, I think can't his, rock with that one. I like his uh. <laughs> he he look like he rich uncle, but yeah, I'm... he's not my cup of tea. He ain't mine. They ain't mine now. I got. I, I, I honestly, I honestly thought they could have found her. A better looking match. Yeah, now I'm not saying she dropped that gorgeous. Ooh, uh, Gina. But yeah, Gina. Okay. But Clint looked like somebody's daddy. He looked like a daddy. But I like I he got a little swag about himself or something. Okay. Okay, so back on my boy McKinley, right? Yeah. McKinley. So isn't he the one that which one of them that live with they, with, with their family friends? Parents. Mmm. Oh, I might have miss, missed that one. Yeah, on the first episode, they was doing like... It might have been him. I think it is him. He I may be living with other people. Yeah, because he, he had just moved there, right? Yeah. So and he was going to move out. Yeah, that's him. So that's going to be gonna, the thing He's going to move out her. once he got like, married. She didn't put herself on the show, and he got that. He got he don't live by himself, and then he don't look that good. And her mama put you on the show. You know what? So I on feel the like, previews on next episode, or if it's not next episode, the coming mm-hmm. upcoming season. She is gonna have her box packed walking down the hallway. I guess they broke up. Girl, now. Now, of course, I'm not gonna tell you everything. They could yeah, they get back together. But for the time being, on that moment, they actually, because he said something about she did something, um, I guess, maybe unforgivable or she was out of line. She, she did something. You know, uh-huh. this Dominique did. And so I don't think it's going to be 
you know. Yeah, like right now she's a pretty mate. face, but yeah. I don't know too much about her other than the fact that she's just too close to her mama. Her mama telling her to get on the show, and so I just want to see the whole season of in, un, unwrap mm-hmm. the layers, pull back with her, so I can see what kind of person she actually is. Now the last but not least couple. Oh yeah, Jasmine and Eris. I totally feel like they only match because he said he wanted a queen. Mm-hmm. And she was a pageant queen. Exactly. And they just said, okay, they black. Let's put them together. Right. Because she want a queen. He want a king. I mean, I mean. Sorry, y'all. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she want a king. He want a queen. And that's all. And they both are. They make a good couple looking at but the picture. But thing is this. Pastor Kale. And Dr. Pepper, y'all have been doing this for years and years and years and years. Yeah. Okay. Why would you match them based on just looks? And the fact they said king and queen. Because, I don't know, he seemed like he want perfection. Uh-huh. And not just looks, but did you not hear him say he's been playing a field? Right. You know, his whole family through playing is field. shocked. He even got, you know, on his show. Okay. And my thing is, nine times out of ten, the family right. Yeah. You ain't ready to be married. You a player. You and all because you probably slacked up your playing ways for a month or two during this process does not mean you are ready for marriage. Right. He is not ready. I don't think he's ready. And that's going to be my thing. It's like, I don't think he's ready to love per se. Because he's never been in a long, committed relationship. Right. Ever. This, right. So you're going to get in a long relationship, committed relationship, and you're going to be really committed, like, with a marriage license. So I just don't feel like he was ready to get on his show. So, and I, and I also wonder how, you know, because they haven't met each other yet as far as the mates and stuff. So, like, Kirsten. Kirsten said she like a, a light about she likes a uh, a low haircut with mm-hmm. a beard guy mm-hmm. and that is freaking Eris. So I hope it ain't no you know because she with the bald headed but, but you yeah. know I hope it ain't no thing about her looking on looking at the other side. Yeah, because she over was there like, trying to want him. She was saying already had two strikes. Right. She was like first of all he bald head. Then he's he's younger than her. Yeah, that's already two strikes. So you're already looking for a way out. Uh huh. That's not a good sign. And Jasmine is pretty, but like I say, she made her um she her smile may get you know she has a nice smile because her gums and stuff like that get into her smile. He may be turned off by that. This by looking at him. He ain't fine like that. No, but I'm just saying. That's the only thing I can think of, cause she got a nice body. She a, she is a pageant queen, and she's a cheer coach. She's a cheer coach. She yeah. keep her body tight. Like I don't see him not wanting her, but that may be the only thing. Like he may have an issue with teeth. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he may be petted like that because he likes what he probably like, and he's a player. He wants you to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like that may be the only little thing mm-hmm. she may have against her. Yeah. But that's not even something they can have against her. But I feel like honestly, she is ready to for this process. Um I don't have anything bad to say about her at all. Yeah. I don't know if they have what it takes to make it to the end um of having a successful marriage. 
I would be surprised to see because he's probably they do. selfish. He's probably selfish and, first. You know, based on the preview for the next episode, his cousin is, is trying to tell him, "You can run away right now. Uh-huh. You don't have to do this. Don't ruin this girl's life because right. you think you got a whim, and all of a sudden, like, okay, I can go ahead and get married and see how that works." But this girl is waiting her whole life to get married, you know, and match to the right man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, come on. Don't waste anybody's time. Right. And it seems like the show is kind of getting people who are good for ratings versus right. good for each other matches. Right, because we've been watching it forever. And so I feel like in the beginning, they truly, truly match you up with who you really was supposed to be with forever. Mm-hmm. It's just sometimes vanity get in the way. Yeah. But this time it's like sometimes the morals and stuff get in the way and, and values get and it's like they should have been already did the values and morals thing without the pep process. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of times lately with that whole Chris Page thing, they did. I feel that was for ratings. Mm-hmm. They really got bamboozled. The yeah. girl, remember the remember the episode, the season a couple of times before that. A girl lied on her background check. Like, she got stopped in customs. Oh, yeah. So, it's like, some of this stuff is like, is it for the ratings now? Like, but I'm still going to be watching Man at First Sight now. But I'm just saying, oh, yeah, some I'm of these matchups sure. are, like, mind-blowing. Crazy yeah. now. So, I still love the show. I'm going to be watching. And, um, just, you know, just a heads up. We'll also be talking about The Real Housewives. Okay? I love Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. Real Housewives of um, Potomac, which is currently, you know, filming right now. And this season is really heating up, you guys. Heating up, honey. I mean... <laughs> let's talk about this. Here. So let's, start, let's let's put a tag in. Married at First Sight. You know, that's basically all we kind of know about the couples. That's our views on the couples, right? Yeah. So let's talk about the Potomac. How is it spicing up, Derricka? <laughs> Okay, Potomac has some drama for you this season. <laughs> I mean, it started out with like Wendy and Mia. Yeah. With their beef and whole thing about Peter and um Wendy, not um sorry, Dr. Wendy. Yes, not, put a not, speck on not uh Pam, you know, the, the buy-in for Peter's uh, restaurant. You know how to love and she came Nigerian to him one of the Nigerian lounge. But don't have her coins together, okay? Mm-hmm. And so Mia and Peter are apparently friends, and she actually dipped her nose in, you know, Wendy's business because yeah. it had nothing to do with her per se. Yeah. But she was like, "Why is she come to Miami?" And she didn't even talk to Peter. And Wendy's thing was, "I'm a married woman. I don't have to talk to anybody, any man. I don't want to. Right? I'm on vacation. I don't have to check in with Peter. But that's fine. You know what I'm saying? But she could have, you know." Mia was Mia was wrong in trying to start something. Third pie. She didn't like it. It like really that. made everybody think like, what kind of relationship you got with Peter? Yeah. That's how I looked at it. Like, why? Well, she called him in the mirror and she was like, "We in your town." I'm like, why would I ever call another man? Let him know I just touched down, baby, in your town. Right. <laughs> exactly. Know? My husband would not agree so, with that. Yeah. So Wendy and Mia, you know, got into a little spat at dinner. You know, at um Peter's, you know, bar with um bar one, bar was one. It, in, in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so Mia threw water, you know, at Wendy, and it caused a big, you know, Did division she? among all the castmates. Okay. Yeah, they had to split up the cars, and yeah. I want to ride with her. Exactly. <laughs> and then, you know, it was Karen's birthday, and you know everything like that. And so Karen was like, um, they want. She was against Team Wendy. Yeah. Her and Ashley. Mm-hmm. And then eventually when Candace came, I guess she was Team Wendy as well. Saying, like, what, like when I was fighting with, um, what was that girl's name? Uh, Candace God. and Ashley was fighting with the No, the girl, Monique. Oh, yeah. yeah, when, yeah. when when, um, oh, yeah. Candace, Candace and Monique, Monique was beefing, they were saying, year. like, oh, you know, yeah, I don't like violence, but y'all over here, um, okay, and Mia throwing water on, on Dr. Wendy. And they were throwing wine. Yeah, that's true. And, and glass. glass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, that so that caused a big riff this season. Team, you know, Wendy and Team Mia. Okay, the really? other thing this season is the whole thing about Ashley um but that's accusing accusing Chris of I guess being um Oh yeah, inappropriate. Her inappropriate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Inappropriate. Her edge is Now my thing is this. And you can say what you want to say or whatever. I know Giselle stirred a pot. I know Giselle can be messy. Yes. But I really don't think her intention this season was to put a big spotlight on Chris Bassett. I just do not believe it. It's just because... Because Ashley started this whole thing. Candace being mad at um, Giselle. You can be a little mad. But not to say she on a campaign to ruin your marriage. My thing is this. When Ashley Darby brought up that Chris slid in her DMs saying it should have came to the W because, you know, I guess he's a chef there. Ashley didn't know that. He responded to her story, not an actual DM. Robin explained that to um, Ashley and everything and uh, to Candace. And it's like, that kind of got squashed somewhat. Yeah, somewhat. Giselle only brought up the incident from a previous season that when the, sh- the reunion wrapped, Chris wanted to talk to her privately. Privately, like, and in, she in felt room. like you know, okay, she's assuming her glam team is still in the room, and she said, okay, you can come in my room. We can talk about whatever we're talking about. But when she got there, the glam team was already oh, gone. Yeah. And so her, in her, you know, account of what happened, she felt like she wanted to keep the door open just in case someone assumes the inappropriate happened and she in a, a room with a bed with a married man. Yeah. But she was saying that he felt, un- she felt uncomfortable because Chris was talking to her and they were alone together and he wanted to bash, you know, Candace. Uh-huh. And I think she only brought that up because of Ashley and her incident. That's just like some, that's, her. that's like, just like saying came to my club. Right. It wasn't a campaign to bash. I think all she did was she Amen. had the previous season in that summer. Robin told her, "Oh, Chris isn't like that, you know, whatever." And Giselle, I think she just squashed it. But just like any kind of conversation, if someone brings up something to you that you also have an experience with, you're going to also bring it up. It's not. You know, you had a campaign. It was more so, oh, yeah, this happened to me, too. Like, for example, you're saying, oh, I was intending to go to the grocery store. I got to go pick up this, 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 and this. And then that person says that. And you're like, 
Oh yeah, I forgot to go to the grocery store. I was intending to get this. Uh-huh. And that's uh-huh. all that was. It was like, this happened also. Not, let me go and bash this man. This man is being so inappropriate. I want him off the show. You know, I felt so attacked. I think she just recalled an incident that happened because of Ashley. Spoke, you know, and then what made it even worse is actually saying that when Karen had her little spring, you know, fling or spring party, that Ashley saying her friend Deborah um, said that Chris was flirting with her. Yeah. And the man wasn't. The editors even showed clips of that man standing at the bar, looking at his watch yeah, on his phone. You know, that he was not studying her. Yeah. And it's a southern thing, I know. <laughs> studying. Studying. <laughs> he wasn't paying her any attention. Right. Okay? And so it was like, it's a big lie. And so when Candace actually saw um, the, the Deborah girl at um, Karen's live event, um, she didn't want to talk to her. She was like, I'm not going to talk to this Sesame Street character. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Now, I don't think the girl is but ugly. She just has some thick eyebrows. It's like she got some work done. And, you know, I don't think she's that, I don't think she's horrible looking, but it was a whole campaign about this girl in one of those Bravo groups on yes. Facebook. Yes, man. Oh my God, they call her all kind of names. Okay. But anyway, so that's, you know, that's that. So now, this current episode is with, um, Ashley's having a birthday trip to Mexico. Okay, the whole season, everyone has been trying to get Karen to explain why she does not like Sharice. Yes, I'm okay. tired Um, Let me go back a little bit, too. On the trip to Miami, Mia and her best friend, Jacqueline, you know, they got spotted taking a shower together. Right, that they room say had a little swingerish. Yeah, and, they, you know, they kind of, like, have, like, um... She's they might have vagina. Yeah, and they all had, that. you know, had flashlights looking at each other's vagina. Like, who does you know, that? it's like they're so best friends, and they may even had threesomes together at some point. Yeah. Possibly. I don't know. I'm just basing it off what they're saying. Yeah. So, allegedly. Because she got a check with, like, somebody had point blank asked her, Have you ever slept with um, her husband? Y'all haven't had a threesome with her husband. I'm going to let her say that. Yeah, so it's If kinda, somebody said it to me, you would know the answer. to check with nobody. I'm going to tell you point blank no. Right, you would say but no, I have not. There's little, there's smoke, there's mirror, there's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that was kind of like, like, you know, that this happened at um, Giselle's live, Giselle's and uh, Robin's live show, live show. for a reasonably um, shady, shady, right? Yeah. So that was, you know, everybody was throwing kind of shade about the show, saying it was so basic or whatever. And then Karen acting like her live show was going to be so much better. <laughs> but it was not. It was basically <laughs> like she was just a host of um, a drag show, wasn't it? Pretty much. I didn't see any kind of talent that she, you know, portrayed during the whole um, live event. Yeah. And so that is where um, the Deborah person tried to confront Candace about Chris. And Candace was like, I'm not talking to this Sesame Street character. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that was hilarious. Funny. Candace has some good shade, though. I will say that. She can do a read. But anyway, so. Um, now it brings us to the trip to Mexico, and you have Ashley Darby, it's her party, and then on the way there, Mia and her friend Jacqueline have a falling out on the plane. They're talking about how, um, I guess I guess Jacqueline wanted 
someone yeah. to keep her kids. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think uh, Mia's nanny is Jacqueline's sister. Okay. And so the nanny called an ex where was Jacqueline's children. And Mia was basically saying, I don't know. I'm not her mom. I think, like, Gordon, I think Mia's husband asked her that. Gordon, you know, Gordon. Okay. And that made Jacqueline mad. Was like, what you mean, not, not your family? But she was just saying, like, you, you're the mom. You should know who your kids are. Don't ask me. I don't exactly. know. And so that rubbed Jacqueline the wrong way. And so they had a little tiff on, on the plane. And it carried over into when they got to the hotel. And um, they did like a little celebration for Ashley. And the, you know, we first got there. Before they even got into their rooms. Yeah. They, they had like a, a celebration for Ashley. And, and then everyone kept saying, like, what was going on between you two on the plane? Like, what's really going on? And then it was like, oh, I'm done. It's a friendship for 30 years. It's over with and all this stuff. And it was like, Mia was like, you know, you want me to um, carry you? You know what I'm saying? Like, you want me to, like, pay for everything? Like, is, is, that, is there ever an end in my checkbook? And I keep on buying things for you? Because the fact that the backstory is um, Mia, her family life was fractured as a little girl. So Jacqueline's family took Mia in. Yeah. But now that Mia is successful, she does nice things for Jacqueline, yeah. like buy her cars or any other things yeah, she may and, want. And which I feel like is so it's like okay. it's like she's trying to pay her back to a certain extent, uh-huh. but but maybe not pay her back, but just showing gratitude. Like your family helped me out when I needed it. Right. So now that I'm successful, I'm paying and, it forward, helping you, you if yeah. you need it. Uh-huh. But that doesn't mean that you have an endless, you know. A blank check, basically, right? To for get my whatever life, you want because you gonna hold this over my head all the time, right? So I get that from Mia's perspective. Um, Jacqueline feels like, well, it takes a village, and you're part of my village to raise a child, raise a child. But she threw a dig at Mia and was like, well, you wouldn't know anything about that, and so that just made Mia feel like, oh, I'm done. Like you throw that up in my face. That I don't have a family. I don't know what it takes a village to raise, you know, kids or whatever. And so, I mean, that was crazy, you know. You know, and, and everybody's like, oh my God. You know, so then um, Mia says, Oh, let's not let's let, let's talk about it then. <laughs> you know, like, you and you know, we there, let's go there. she was like, close your legs to married men. And everybody and I was, was like, like, What? Yeah, what? I was- <laughs> like, married men. Everybody was like, Wait a minute, how did that man come up? You gonna expose the girl's sexual history? Mm-hmm. Hey. You know, and so she know too much about her. Yeah. That's the And like you wanna go there, like, let's go there. Yeah, that's you know too and much so, about her. So it was just getting too heated at the moment. And so I think they Giselle was like, let's just table this. Cause y'all have like personal issues. You know, Candace was like, this is domestic and with domestic issues. We don't it can be violent mm-hmm. and you know, we don't play with domestic issues. Right. So, later on that night, they go to dinner. Okay, I told you before, everyone is like wondering why can why Karen yeah. does not want to be around Sharice. And she's like, Sharice is constantly around the group. Why? Yeah. Like, why is she here? She was gone previous seasons ago. Yeah. Why is she here? But everyone likes her except for Karen. Yeah. So, at the table, I guess drinks are flowing, and it comes up I forgot exactly how it comes up, but some kind of way, she made a comment about Sharice trying to 
get on the show or use somebody as an end and give them the show. I, for, I forgot exactly how it happened. So forgive me for that. But um, Sharice was like, you know, I'm just <laughs> trying to figure out, I would feel better if you could just tell me why you don't want to be my friend. Right. And I would do the same thing. Just like, why you got to keep talking to everyone on the show me. about me? Just tell me why, why we can't like be friends. Me. We ain't got to be friends. Just tell me why you feel like I have offended you. And, oh my goodness, that just set Karen off. Oh, <laughs> she was talking about... <laughs> talking about her um her, her parents passing away yeah. and you know she hasn't been there for her and she was like I have been there for you Karen she like how and she was like I came to your um mom's funeral service yeah and don't you talk about my mother and she's like what did I say and you're like get my mother my mother's name out of your mouth and it's like oh my god where is this coming from she got up shaking the she table got, yeah she started hitting the table why do people feel like they hit the table it's like oh I'm supposed to be so scared now what is that about what is that about this is like a warning like, I guess hey. so and it's like all you hear is glass you know clacking or whatever uh-huh. and rattling and silverware rattling it's like what are you doing so then I think it was um, Giselle might have said, hey, like, she did come to your mom's funeral. That is support. You don't care nothing about me. You didn't support me. You know, it was like, what in the world? So then the episode just basically just, like, ends there. Yeah. Okay, so I am so looking forward to <laughs> next next week's episode to see how yeah, the tone continues. Yes. <laughs> so you guys, please stay tuned. I'm going to give you the recap, all right? Yes. All right, so the next uh, segment is our travel tips. So, like I said, we just talked about um, Married at First Sight. This season is shot in Nashville, Cashville, right? And then also, you talk about the tournament. We were talking about Mexico. They're going to Mexico. So, um, first thing first with travel tips. Okay, if you're going to go to Mexico, definitely got to get your passport okay so to do that apply for your passport um go to travel.state.gov and submit your documents i think if you're an adult over 16 um it's like 160 for the book and um the card so please apply to that um i suggest like i said going to your um local um Post office, that's what I did. Went to my post office, um, submitted all my information, birth certificates, uh, driver's license, all that kind of jazz. Took my picture there, even though I know CVS and different pharmacies do the actual passport um, picture. But like I said, I just got it done all at the post office. That's how I submitted mine. And it came back within about, um, about five weeks, I think so. Um, so, that's the process that's the tip for uh this episode is try to get your passport if you are want to be like the potomac ladies and go to mexico now um nashville as far as the man at first sight i personally love when i went to nashville um last year i love going on these old town trolleys so we actually went to one on in savannah right they have in savannah mm-hmm. we went on that a sightseeing uh trolley so Nashville has one as well. You get to see all of the um, the hot spots to go. They go to Broad uh, Way, you know, where the Honky Tonk area is. They go to um, the Music Museum. It stops you all these different places. 
Um, it takes you where the murals are, where you can actually post Instagram photos. So um, definitely check out them. Um, the Old Town Trolley, just like a hop on, hop off type of bus type of situation uh, when you're traveling domestic. I love those. And uh, that is your travel tips for this uh, week's episode. And let's wrap things up with, um, you know, let's try to see about putting love above you, right? The next section is mm-hmm. putting love, put love above you. And this is a segment that, hey, I could have done something terrible. I could have chosen to go the wrong way with the scenario mm-hmm. because two wrong to make a right, but I just I decided to go right. So I put love above myself and I handled the situation differently. Or I did an act of kindness. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done something, you know, so put love above. You can go either one of those ways and we love to hear your story. And if you um, follow us, um, please follow us on Instagram and uh, Facebook at visions to visible. Um, we would love to let you uh, DM us or you can email us too at that, right? Yeah. At vision to visible at gmail.com. Right. Let us know your stories. Um, about how you put love above you. So I know we did this. Um, one of our scenarios is we did this um, at a laundromat. So I went and bought um, detergent and just left it at a yeah. laundromat. You yeah, know, dryer sheets or whatever. You know, right? Something you really don't think about that people may need. You know, they already may be in need going to a laundromat as it is, and so sometimes people have to like pay extra money to get their um, detergent or they may have ran out or whatever the case may be. So it was a random act of kindness that, you know, um, her nonprofit does sometimes. Yeah. So we just basically did like a laundry and uh, we'll, we'll do it again this year. But that's one of the things I, we put love above uh, us or put love above you mm-hmm. is that we try to do things like that for the community. So I would, um, I charge you guys to do that. And so we are vision the visible and I, we visualize this world being a better place, right? And so it takes faith. It takes those acts, those walking by faith moments to make that dream a reality, right? That vision a reality. So, um, you know, and if, if you're doing business, I do advise to go get, um, you know, uh, they can grow rich. If you're an entrepreneur, that's also a vision to visible type of um, book, you know, they and grow rich can definitely uh, help you in the um, financial world and um, just causing your dreams to come to pass and your financial goals and dreams to come to pass. So um, that is what I advise our listeners to do. <laughs> right. So you guys, I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. I hope you have enjoyed our topics. Hope you have learned something about us. Hope you have learned some more travel tips. And always remember to work toward getting your vision to visible we're all about trying to get our dreams realized so guys go out there and be successful and we love you guys bye 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 guys